Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's Thursday night. So it's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. It's September the 29th. I am Joel Pearl. I am joined, as always, with my ride or die, my bestest host ever. Sorry, Tim. Cresta, the star. Cresta, how are you? I'm doing well. It's always fun to be here with you, the young Joel Pearl. How are you? How's everything? How am I young? What makes me young? Um, because I said so, and I make the rules. You see this gray, right, in my beard? You see this? Okay, that, what does that mean? I knew a kid in a junior high school who had a gray streak, and he was a child. So <laughs> That's that song by Crash Test Dummies mm-hmm, about the kid who suddenly came to school with his hair turned from black into bright white. I couldn't quite explain it. It always just been there. I can't do the voice that deep. Stress. stress. (laughs) A monstrously fun, monstrous ball main event of this show. Alley Catch makes her impact wrestling debut. That was such a fun show, Cresta. Did you enjoy impact wrestling this week? Yes and no. But I had an epiphany this week. And also, how is this the first time I'm seeing Ali Catch wrestle? Holy hell. I've seen pictures of her with Bussy. And I'm like, okay, I love it. But then, like, to see her wrestle tonight, that's a tough girl. That's a tough girl. (laughs) So I'm going to level with you. I'm going to level with you. I watched Victory Road. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did it over two nights because it was just like Friday. There was a billion things on TV. So I got it. I got it part of it on friday and i watched the rest on saturday night and when jordan grace announced the pick your poison match and said you're gonna face alley catch in a monster's ball match i was like that is super underwhelming Mm -hmm. because jordan grace had just finished facing max the impaler and it was this like hard fought victory for jordan grace max is much much bigger than anyone else mentioned Mm -hmm. i just expected Jordan to pick someone even bigger. I thought it would be someone that was physically bigger than Masha Slamovich. And yeah, I mean, Ali Catch is physically yeah. larger, but um, not. it wasn't the same. I expected someone on Max's level in terms of intensity and just look and scariness. But this match did it for me, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a whole slew of other <laughs> things here tonight in Impact Wrestling. And if you want to get in on the conversation, you can go ahead and uh, leave us your super chats. Now, apparently the super chat function has changed a little bit on this here YouTube gimmick. If oh. you go onto your chat 
you're either going to see the dollar sign as you usually do in the bottom of the chat and you can just leave a any dollar statement get your question statement right on the air or you might have a medallion next to your name and i think that's because some of y'all are youtube members some of you know some of you don't know uh, our friend zach chimmel has uh, he gifted a, a shit ton of subs and gift uh, just a gifted a whole bunch of youtube memberships to the channel back when fightful select hit ten thousand. And uh, as a result, some of you have medallions now. So if you click that medallion, that's the way you can also send a super chat. Absolutely wild. Or you can send a Humper Chat. Go to HumperChats.com. Cresta, tell them what they do, how to do it. You head over to HumperChats.com. You put in your donation amount. We will get that Humper Chat. We get to keep just a little bit more. And we'll read your chat online. It's like a super chat, but from HumperChats.com. Bing. (laughs) Every week you get so much better than that. (laughs) the seven people who listen to us in audio are very confused right now anyway i love y'all thank you all seven of you you're amazing my favorite i'm one of those by the way yeah i listen back to our shows what of it you want to fight we'll fight Anyways. I'm tapping. I already told you. <laughs> you know, I'm tapping. I'm tapping. <laughs> as always, we start with BTI. And as always, we have to listen to George Iceman talk to us about Iceman Intel. He had a whole lot of nothing to tell us this week. Talks about Eddie Edwards being the first person to pin Josh Alexander in over a year. Pretty good. Happy about that. Talks about the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. It's back for Bound for Glory. Mentions that Moose had cashed it in at Bound for Glory in 2021 after he won um, in a fairly infamous moment, uh, both for him and for me, because I had Uh called Moose calling his shot on Josh, and people were very upset with me for getting that prediction right because people really wanted Josh Alexander to win the title, carry it for a long time, and instead it became that long uh, Moose with the world championship and then Josh going after Moose and chasing him. It was a whole thing. But anyway, we don't always get into that. And then George Iceman mentions that there are major superstars from Impact's past, including the demon. Yes, the Kiss Demon. Was <laughs> he showed up. Are you familiar with the Kiss Demon? I feel like this is a cursed memory, and I have. I feel like I've seen him the same time I've seen Shark Boy. Yes and no. The Kiss Demon was a WCW and Kiss creation. So they did a collaboration. And the Kiss Demon, who was portrayed by Dale Tolborg, who later on became, I think he was a hitting coach for the Chicago White Sox, like worked with AJ Frazinski. And AJ Frazinski also did stints with DNA. Uh, either way, Dale Tolborg did come back as the Demon last year in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. And uh, George Iceman told us that maybe the Demon is going to return and also these other big surprises. Otherwise, there's a whole lot of them. Yeah, he just said the demon a lot. So I'm like, okay, Rosemary turning up? What's happening? <laughs> no, he's, he's talking about the kiss demon. But they can't call him the kiss demon because Gene Simmons might actually catch a whiff and be like, I am owed money. I mean, get in where you fit in. <laughs> America's a very litigious uh, country. <laughs> Ricardo the Spot Monkey hits us with a super chat and says, touch grass, you nerds. <laughs> JKL love. We love you, Ricardo. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I did touch grass today. Went out uh, with my kid and had a very nice afternoon. Had a very nice day. I hope y'all did too. What's grass? 
I uh, well, it depends where you're from and where you buy it. On BTI, Jason Hotch <laughs> took on Yuya Yumura. Yeah, I'm just not going to touch that one. It, some states it's legal, and some countries it's legal. It's legal in my country, and it's legal in the state in which you live. So I guess it's okay to talk about here. What about mowing my lawn? <laughs> where you live, you ain't got no lawn. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. New York is <laughs> Central Park is our lawn. It's everybody's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the state's lawn. It's the city's lawn. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Jason Hotch and Yuya Yurimura was a really good match. Again, BTI continues to have really uh-huh. strong matches that um, kind of set the tone not only for the night ahead, but also you kind of get little sprinkles of what they might be doing on TV over uh-huh. the next few weeks or who they're trying to build. Um, Hodge looks good. He's got the basics down and he's got some extra flourishes. He does a roll through the ropes, uh, neck break, neck breaker. Easy for me to say. looks real crisp. Yuya Yurimura has beautiful drop kicks and these two just kind of have good chemistry and have a really good match. Uh, ends with the crossbody, but of course there's some stuff in the middle. I do like that. Um, he, Yuya does like a big clothesline and takes out Hotch completely and then does a crossbody and gets the pin. What do you think of the match? Anything to add? What you got? I love every week on BTI commentary really goes out of their way to put over the people who are wrestling. The yes. first thing they say is, oh, Hotch has X Division written all over them. I was like, I see where you're going to fit in. And by the end of the match, I was like, I really hope they sign him if he's not already signed. I'm interested to see where he's going. Yuha always puts on that match for a BTI match was also stiff as hell. So it's standard good match. I never worry about the wrestling when it comes to impact. I never worry about it. Hotch hit a really cool roll through German bridging suplex. Yes. Looked so good. And that was how he got away from that crossbody. That's how he, how he averted the crossbody the first time from Yuya Yurimura. Um, who, by the Didn't way. Did they call he- that the chaos theory or something like that? I didn't catch that. If he did, then that's a good name for it. I'm fine with it. Somebody said that the rolling, the rolling suplex, I think Ray Wall said, was like so sometimes known in the in the impact zone as the chaos theory from uh, Hotch onto Yuha. Mm, okay. You got me on that one. I didn't catch it. I was being sweaty today. I was really on it. I was paying attention. Like, Joel, you're not going to flame me. Ah! <laughs> Good, because when we get to that Honor No More segment, you're carrying the load. That was no, no, good. Listen, that's where I had my epiphany. So you know what? And, and I got my conspiracy theory crown this week. <laughs> yes, let's go. We'll get there. Impact starts with your favorite, rock hard Juice Robinson, former Impact Tag Champion. He's accompanying Ace of Bays to the ring against Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Uh, they're finally listening to you, Crested Star. They're going to build Ace of Bays. They get the win. The assisted out of finesse into the fold on Trey. Ace pins Trey Miguel. That's the match. We'll talk more about what was good in it. What do you think of the match? Are you happy about it? How do you feel? Anytime Chris Bay wins is a win for me. I will say the art of finesse into the Ace, uh, the Ace of Ace of Bay. Well, Lord have mercy. <laughs> the fold. The match, Thank you. Sorry, the finish Thank you. Fold. Thank you. <laughs> Into the fall, I was like, Jesus, my brain's blue screened. It was so, it looks fluid and it looks better every week. My opinion on Ace Austin is changing. I'm like, okay, I see it. And it's nice to see Bullet Club without the Good Brothers and see them flourishing. Not for nothing, 
I knew Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid were not going to win, which is kind of sucky when it's predictable. But Laredo Kid and Trey Miguel never disappoint. So I was sports entertained. It was good. And they promoted Chris Bay's new album that comes on Halloween. I caught that, too. Oh, that's right. It's a good. He dropped a single last week. It was uh-huh. really good stuff, man. Um, yeah. So Ace of Bays are starting to rack up wins, which I'm a big fan of. They're starting to get a little bit closer to uh-huh. maybe hitting up a tag title match, maybe getting somewhere there. Uh, I listen. Ace of Bays versus Motor City Machine Guns. Maybe I'm I was thinking the you. same thing. Yes, I would like I'm to see even if they don't win a couple of times, I'd be with it. Yeah, absolutely. And Train Laredo Kid. Uh, teaming together so it makes sense to me because trey told me in our interview that him and laredo kid not only have a ton of respect for each other but that trey has learned a lot from laredo kid and a lot of his confidence Mm -hmm. in some of the moves that he does comes from laredo kid basically telling trey yeah you can do it and then trey being like yeah i guess i can do it and then he'll do whatever the move is that they're talking about in the instance he was talking to me about uh, i think it was a over the top rope into a hurricane rana Mm -hmm. and trey was like i don't know if i can do that and laredo was like no you could do it and Trey tried it and did it. And he was like, well, guess I can do it. So these two, if they push each other and maybe they work together more as a tag team, there's an opportunity there. However, if they treat this match as just an X division tag team showcase, which is what uh, Matt Raywalt and Tom Hannafin called it at one point, I'm uh-huh. fine with that too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a little, a little mind blowing to hear that Trey Miguel couldn't think he does something. Cause what I think he does in that ring, the whole X division is, f- Oh, I can curse. It's fucking art. Like it's, like there's his gravity doesn't exist for him. And I think that it's incredibly crazy. <laughs> and that someone like Laredo kid where gravity doesn't exist for him either. That's really, that's, that's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So good match. Great way to open the show. I was very entertained, sports entertained as you would put it normally. Cresta. <laughs> Just a good match. And you know what? I like seeing juice Robinson taking them to the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, juice of course had a match on AEW dynamite this past week and uh, had a good showing against Moxley. So uh, it's good. And also Juice has the tie to Impact because he's a former Impact Tag Team champion. So who better to accompany two guys who want Tag Team Gold to the ring than a former Impact Tag Champion himself? So it works. I'm fine with that. It looked good. Uh, Let's move on. Gia Miller's with Pinder Gujar. Gia Miller getting a lot of face time tonight and interviewing a lot of wrestlers. And we're going to talk about all of this stuff. Gia Miller says, uh, hey, Bupinder, you got a broken nose. You can't compete. Uh, But Bupinder says he'll be cleared next week says he got a first taste of getting close to gold, and then he enters the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Uh, he says something in Hindi. I actually hit him up on Twitter, and I asked, hey, Gujar, what'd you say? And he told me uh, in Hindi, he said, I'm going to take what's mine. So thank you, Propinder Gujar, for, for clearing that up, for letting us know, because uh, that was super helpful. Good to know. A lot of people putting over Bupinder Gujar today uh, on commentary throughout the Brian Myers match that we're going to talk about uh-huh. in a couple minutes against Crazy Steve. Uh, your thoughts on Gujar and this promo and where we might be going with Bupinder Gujar in the future? I think he's phenomenal. Getting to know him through the Brian Myers thing, I wanted him to take it off of Brian Myers. It makes sense that he did it. Um, I can't wait to see how he interacts with the plethora of other people who called their shot tonight. So um, I'm here for it. I think it's 10 out of 10. And also Gia Miller, I call her little Kayla Braxton because she was in her bag tonight. I was here for it. Gia Miller, you look so pretty. I was here for you, Gia Miller, tonight. (laughs) She always looks great and today was no different. Philly76 (laughs) with a super chat saying, feels like Ace of Bay may actually be in line for a big push. All of the, uh, all for them getting to the top 
contenders, being the next top contenders. Sorry, I had a brain fart myself. I blue screened, as Preston would say. (laughs) Yes, I am all for them being the next top contenders. If they can go and take on the winners of uh, the tag match at Bound for Glory, I'm all for it. I would love to see Ace of Bays against Motor City Machine Guns if Motor City Machine Guns win the tag titles. How do you feel? What do you want for Ace of Bays? I do feel like there is... I don't know. I feel like the tag teams on Impact have been like a little lacking, or maybe we've seen a lot of matches repetitive, repeated with teams. So it'd be nice to have the injection of this fresh Bullet Club, this fresh iteration, and especially having um, Juice Robinson there. You never know; they might hit you with the uh, the free bird rule. One of the, one of these guys is going to do it. So yes, I want Ace. I think Chris Bay is phenomenal. I cannot put him over enough. I think he is phenomenal, and I want all the success for him. Take win both the tag team titles yourself. You got. It. If you freebird that title with the Bullet Club, I'm sorry, it's got to be Hikaleo. It's got to be. He's my guy. I like. I like anybody Juice. from the Bullet Club. It's got to be Hikaleo. Hikaleo and Chris Bay. That's the uh, that's the big man, little man. Honestly, Hikaleo with either guy would be the best big man, little man team. So uh, that's where my brain's at. But I'm Hikaleo all for Ace of Robinson. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> oh, I'm so no. <laughs> I love Juice. Not that Juice <laughs> as never open weight champion beating Carl Anderson, his uh, stable mate. That's what you want right there. Anyway, now we're now we're treading into New Japan territory. We're not doing that here. Gio Miller is with. <laughs> now we're treading into AEW territory. Gio Miller is with Frankie Kazarian, and he's like, I want to prove something to myself. So he wanted to prove that you can hang and keep the blade uh-huh. sharp. And if you have the blade, you got to use it. Just a lot of platitudes, just, just talking, talking. And then he says that Scott Demore understands that when you have the best player, you don't sit him on the bench, you put him in the game. Puts over Mike Bailey, says he's playing a game that Kazarian created and that he's going to take back his X Division title at Bound for Glory. Uh, were you shocked to see Kazarian win that triple threat revolver match at Victory Road for the Bound for Glory match against Mike Bailey? Didn't see it. Yeah, but you know that he won. And <laughs> yeah, you yeah. knew who was in the victory road match. We yeah. thought it was going to be Kenny King. Yes. Did Kazarian yes. shock you? We kind of just counted him out and said he's just a guy coming in. Honestly, yeah. To be honest, I was like, okay, what are you going to do? But at the same time, what are you doing in AEW? You could absolutely do something like this. And it's going to be a banger. Because I always enjoy any member of SCU. Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and um, I'm a fraud. <gasps> Doctor. I'm a fraud. Doctor. I'm a fraud. I'm Our a fraud. Another X Division champion. I'm a fraud, yo. This FBI, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Daniels. They keep talking about an impact. They keep mentioning him. I have a theory about Christopher Daniels, Crescent Star. Do you want to hear it? It was it? nice knowing you. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> hang your ass out to dry. You're in vacation mode. I get it. So am I. Do you want to hear my Christopher Daniels theory? The conspiracy theory? I don't have a hat, okay? I don't. Y'all, if you want to put all, on the seat. Y'all can all thank Joel for this conspiracy theory, and I'm going to make my chair lower. <laughs> <laughs> tell me if you get... <laughs> tell me if you get HBO with that. What? I'm sorry. My people need me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, I can't believe you actually made that hat. So, Christopher Daniels... They keep talking about how Mike Bailey is inching closer to Christopher Daniels and his 13 title defenses of the the X Division Championship. And that's like the most defenses that have ever been. I think number 13 defense 
will be against Christopher Daniels. And I think it's going to be Mike Bailey, Christopher Daniels, and Kazarian getting the win makes sense. Because, like, uh-huh. again, the, you talk about SCU and you talk about Kazarian and Chris Daniels. Like, they are ma- – like, it just the, – the story just speaks to me. I think it would happen at Overdrive, which is in November, because the rate at which Mike Bailey is burning through these X Division championship matches, yeah. they, can't, they can't just stretch it to, to hard to kill. They can't get to all the way to, to January. So it feels like if they do it, they would do it then. However, not on the card tonight, not on the show was Mike Bailey. And I don't think he was part of the tapings and he's not listed for a match next week. He wasn't promoted for a match next week. So maybe you could stretch it out a little longer. So what do you think? Christopher Daniels for number 13. This was number seven, uh-huh. I believe, uh, the, the delirious match at, at Victory Road. Which means eight for Kazarian. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think either way, speed, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. However, I did upload your information directly to Scott DeMore, so let me take this off because it's sucking my brain power. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, I could have just sent him an email because, you know. <laughs> it's your dad. Just He's like how man. Scorpio Sky and um, Malcolm, B- I'm sorry, uh, Stokely Hathaway is my dad. So <laughs> That's right. Anyway. I want to ask you because at one point Kazarian mentions this whole like Scott Demore understands that you put your best player in the game. You don't sit him on the bench. Uh-huh. Do you think that maybe that's a shot from Kazarian to Tony Khan and AEW because Kazarian isn't featured regularly on AEW programming? Do you think of it like that at all? I did for a hot second because I was like Kazarian's right. He's good in a lot of like I, I like all professional wrestling. Let me preface and say that sometimes mm-hmm. repetitive matches can be good if things are a little different or if it's telling a story. But if you've got all this great talent, and obviously Frankie Kazarian's been doing it forever, like like a Chris Sabin or Alex Shelley, so why not put him in? <clears throat> so to me, it makes sense. Or maybe, maybe even too, because my second thought was maybe he's saying, well, if I'm Frankie Kazarian, I'm trying to put over everyone. I'm the best player that they have on the impact roster because i'm on aew i don't know and that's me digging i don't want to put on that conspiracy theory hat again (laughs) (laughs) was it hot is that the problem (laughs) you know what it is i can hear um the teletubby song over and over Mm. so i think my connection is too strong to the other world and if it gets any stronger i might summon cthulhu i don't want to do that (laughs) no we don't want that that would be a bad bad problem uh either way i just i found it interesting that uh that's what Kazarian had to say. And I yeah. thought to myself, like, mm, it, it, I don't know if it's a shot because Kazarian has a friend who is talent relations in AEW and got himself an impact. Like, it just, but it also just felt a little bit like you were taking a little bit of a shot, but maybe we, not. It could have just been him being we like, we could be stretching, we could be yeah, reaching. <laughs> 100%. Maybe in the comments, people are going to be like, nah, no way, ain't happening. Mm-hmm. But uh, just kind of something I thought about when I heard him say those words. I was like, "Eh, it's a little strange, but okay. Um, But yeah, there we go. Speaking of strange, Matt Raywalt's trying to set up the Bound for Glory card. And then a guy in a yellow sweatshirt tries to interfere and take him out. And he's doing this. He's doing the V. It's so painful. How do people do this? Video games, baby. (laughs) Oh, God. It's so... I'm out. And it still hurts. Anyway, um... What do you think? I love this. I thought this was a really good little segment. They're finally uh, getting involved in the impact zone, not just in these 
backstage in the middle of nowhere segments, uh, VBD is slowly showing up. I feel like all the things that I want in an invasion angle, I'm about to get like a hostile takeover invasion angle. And this is just testing the waters. I think that it's great. I cannot wait. And I want to see a bunch of little yellow hoodie guys. I can't, I cannot wait. Cause I enjoy Eric Young so much. So I'm expecting it to be violent. I'm expecting Cody Diener to be off his beaner, <laughs> off his little rocket, off his head. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so are they for sale? Is Violent by Design now going to be a, um, a a faction on retainer to borrow a line? Not on retainer, but just a group mm-hmm. of people that you can hire to, to mess your shit up. I feel like they're chaos. I feel like they're chaos. But in essence, so is Honor No More. Okay. The thought process with that, though, I think if we talk about the main, not the main event, uh, when Josh Alexander went out, when Honor No More were um, all like, oh, we're so good, we're this Honor No More love fest, I think it's important to note that when he said that you guys see this as job security and I see this as the prize, I feel like violent, not violent, I'm sorry, Honor No More is motivated by fame, um, respect, this, that, and the third, and while Violent by Design is going to be like, I will choke you because I can. I want the prize, but I'd rather have violence. So I feel like they'd be more, They would. that would be the faction to really, really mess up um, Honor No More, honestly. That's what I would think. The only way I'm thinking of it is because when we eventually talk about that Honor No More segment, mm-hmm. that was very long and very plotting and full of empty platitudes. No, 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 I'm not going to talk about it right now. Um, VBD could potentially get involved somewhere to try and join Eddie Edwards as if Edwards maybe paid them off to cause some chaos to get him closer to the impact world championship. I could see that. I could see that. We'll see. see. Cause he had, he had a lot to say about family and people having uh-huh. his back. Uh, so we'll, we'll, when we get there, we'll talk about it. But uh, let's move on to the Digital Media Championship match. Ryan Myers takes on Crazy Steve. Good match. Solid match. Was what it was. Crazy Steve climbs all over Ryan Myers. Eventually bites him. Gets the upside down, which is like half of a tarantula. It's good. Uh, finishes that the referee gets jostled by both Myers and Steve. And then Myers hits the roster cut Larry for the pin. Commentary, by the way, throughout the entire match, putting over Bupinder Gujar hard. Um, again, Love it. Love to see it. And it's something that we talked about last week coming out of the ladder match. It's something that needed to be done. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we talk about the post-match and Brian Myers, what do you think of the match? Do you have anything to add to it? I don't know. You know what? I don't. I don't because I feel like the joke I was going to say, I don't know if it's a joke. I don't want to be offensive, but I don't know why Brian Myers has to cheat you better than that. <laughs> you better Is he that. though? Is he though? That's also a fair point. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yes. Uh, Graham saying the roster. Yes, it is called the roster cut Larry because Myers came in during the 2020 when mm. all the people were getting cut from WWE. He, yeah. uh, he called himself the most professional wrestler because he also I think he called it, called himself like uh, something from Stanford. Like he did. Oh, one, at one point he called it greetings from Stanford, had a move like that. It was all just like anti WWE stuff. Uh, and I at the time, too. at the time it made perfect sense because there was a lot of silly shit going on with WWE cutting people left and right. So yeah, the roster cut is what he calls it. Uh, wasn't it, he also on a losing streak? Like, wasn't yeah, he like that was, 40 that was by and his own. own, but that was no, he went like 200 and something. 
Yeah, it was like two forty. Yeah, it was padded. But the point is that was, and that was also Brian Myers's like thing. Like that was his idea, and then eventually it all culminated with him and uh, Matt Cardona winning. Well, Zach Ryder uh-huh. at the time winning the tag titles of WrestleMania in New York, like in New Jersey. So like it was perfect for them. They loved that. But uh, yeah, that was that was a gimmick. It got over. People loved Myers by the end of it. Taking L's. I mean, sometimes you gotta lose to win. And he did. He did great. So post-match, Myers grabs him like he says uh, he's taken the digital media championship and made it the most prestigious title in all of Impact. Josh Alexander would probably uh, beg to differ. Speedball <laughs> has entered the chat. <laughs> the chat. The Jordan t- Grace has entered the chat. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Dexter probably like, what the? what is this shit? Anyway, uh, no, it's great. It's perfect. Uh, and he says it's all too easy for him now. He's like, where's my competition? Where are the blue check marks? And I'm like, no, that's a really good point. Impact has a very uh, severe lacking of blue check marks. And then Myers issues an open challenge at Bound for Glory. And I thought to myself, well, Bobby Fish has a blue check mark later on. That's not the case. We'll talk about that. Uh And then I realized, Cresta, I think I know who it is. Matt Cardona. No. Oh, that's what I thought. (laughs) You say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. Yo, my friends have had to mute me in Discord. The way this song has a grip on me, even have the turtleneck on. Say his name and he appears. I believe in Johan. I have to mute myself. I had the clap going. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for finishing that for me. It's like, it's like that song by Sticks. Once I started, I just can't stop. Exactly. Uh, those, if you know, you know. <laughs> people in the chat are just like, not this. These are the people who are also in my Discord, like every day. <laughs> Joe Hendry, you've created a monster, but I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's my new favorite wrestler. I don't care. I don't care. I stand. I've never seen him wrestle, but when he comes in, that's, I'm going to be the person always screaming an impact. That's going to be me from New York. Joe Hendry! <laughs> So before we talk about the stuff that happens uh, before the Joe, let's just talk about that Joe Hendry segment. So the guy whose dad died, the guy (laughs) who was told that the kid wasn't his, uh, he's apparently the main character. And now they're going to find out about his father, his dead dad's inheritance. And he says, like, whatever it is, as the family's fighting, whatever it is, we'll split it equally. It doesn't matter who gets the money. And then the lawyer is like, well, it's, it's none of them. It's none of you. And the guy's like, well, then who is it? Tell me. Say his name. And then the camera pans, and it's Joe Hendry among a pile of books. <laughs> Just lurking like a creep. With this face, too. <laughs> like, you know who it is. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's like shitty grin. And so I guess Joe Hendry got the dead dad money. Um, say his name and he appears i believe in joe hendry great segment again they're so poorly shot but they're so amazingly done i am a big fan so joe hendry versus brian myers about for glory is that what we're doing he's probably in the call your shot gauntlet but honestly i want to see joe hendry come in and on night one win the digital media championship at this point, Joe Hendry needs to grudge match that British guy first. <laughs> you ruined his life. You took his dad's money. You, you, the, the kid is not his. <laughs> I Joe got Hendry, it. you're a menace. You're a Just menace. A, I got it. You put the kid uh, on a pole. 
Oh, I knew. And you put the money in the briefcase, and now you've got it. It's custody on a briefcase and money in the swinger dungeon. And you do it in the Swingers Palace, which is where we're going next. First of all, the Swingerellas are back. I'm excited for that. Apparently, Swingman was engaged to one of them. And um, <laughs> Swinger's like, I don't remember this. And then Johnny Bravo shows up. I don't know if you remember Johnny Bravo, but he's like. I could not remember his name. But wasn't that the virgin guy who they were going to yes. sacrifice? <laughs> yes. That's exactly who it was. So many callbacks. It's very funny. The um, lot of money. It finally appeared. Where was Tasha Steeles? Oh, it, it's it's uh, Hernandaddy's. But anyway, we Johnny Bravo. Going back to the the whole thing with the married Swingerella. Uh, Johnny Bravo's like, I married this woman because you left her at the altar. And they make a joke that they're just like, didn't you watch Wrestle House too? And Zicky Dice is like, I don't think any, nobody watched Wrestle House too. And seriously, Cresta, nobody watched. Like, it is the lowest rated impact on access ever do you know how many people watched that episode of impact wrestling me you and joe hendrix <laughs> i don't know i'm sorry i couldn't help it though so, it was right there on average there's about with ratings we want to talk mm-hmm. about the ratings on tv regular tv about a hundred thousand 120 thousand people on average watch impact wrestling weekly okay Forty-nine thousand watched wrestle house too well, seven people watch my Twitch, so it works out. <laughs> it aired on Thanksgiving, so there that's the whole reason nobody watched. But also, Wrestle, like the first Wrestle House to me was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so silly and so much fun, and it was like in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. So, like, they made it work. Um, but then they did it again for a special event, and I was like, I got through the first 20 minutes, and I'm like, nope, not tonight. <laughs> That's not funny. I shouldn't laugh like that. But it's the way you said, like, not tonight. I'm going to bed. I'll read a yeah, book. <laughs> exactly. Jessica and Taya walk in and they poorly act through it. Like, normally they're great, but this time they just, it felt like they were told, okay, these are your lines. Just go do it. And uh, yeah, it was awkward. Taya does a callback to who shot Johnny Bravo. And uh, the the wife, the one of the single swingerellas, turns to Johnny. He's like, should I be worried about this woman? He's like, no, nah, one of them tried to kill me. It's nothing to worry about. Trust me. And then all of a sudden, the lights are on in Swinger's Palace. They find the wad of cash. They make a Hernandaddy reference. Oh, I'll get it back to him, that money. And M.A. Sulco sends us a Humphrey chat saying, the half-hanging Swinger's Palace sign was perfect. I'm sad Easy Monkey wasn't there. One day, he'll be back. I don't even know who Easy Monkey is, but rest in pasta. Uh, wasn't Easy Monkey... Um, oh, my God. It's going to kill me. Falaba? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I forgot about Fallout. I liked him. I liked him. Oh, man. I feel like I'm having a nostalgia pop right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But uh, I could have sworn it was part of Fallout Boss whole thing. Anyway, doesn't matter. People in the chat are like, I like Wrestle House too. I'm sure you did. And that's fine. Um, regardless, very funny segment with Swingman and Zicky and the Swingerellas are back. And mm-hmm. that's not the last we're going to see the Swingerellas. So get excited for that. And maybe go back and watch Wrestle House too. Oh, Easy Monkey was the little curled tail statue at the gaming table. Thank you. We're all just going to remember it as Fallout Boss. We love our chatters because you guys educate us and we educate you. Sometimes I just forget things. <laughs> it's the young old age in the beard. All the yeah. secrets are in the beard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the uh, it's that Central Park grass. <laughs> anyway, we spoke about Rosemary and Taya. Rose, uh, not Rosemary, but uh, Jessica and Taya. Uh-huh. Rosemary is with Father James Mitchell, and she's trying to sort out the issue with Jessica and Havoc. Jessica, by the way, is sick. That was funny. That whole segment was funny. I love that segment. And Rosemary is like, who wants to be a human? Because Jessica is now a human and not Uh Havoc. Uh, And uh, Rosemary is like, I want Jessica gone. I want Havoc back. And then in walks Jessica and Taya. And Taya is like, I like Jessica. And Jessica's like, I've been trying to prove myself to you this whole time, Rosemary. And she's like, holding back tears. Again, the acting is much better in this segment uh-huh. compared to the Swingers Palace one. It was like night and day. It was very strange. Uh, and then Taya tells Rosemary, stop pointing fingers at her because there's always three fingers pointing right back at you. So Rosemary is reluctantly in and says there's an awful lot of work to do because Ty and Jessica have never teamed together, so she's got to train them up. What do you think of the segment? Father James Mitchell, by the way, was just kind of there to be like, I got my own shit to deal with. Like Maxine Paler is now running around roughshod and I don't know where they are. <laughs> I honestly really liked it because it's always the mid and I can't stand her and Jessica sucks. And he's like, you know what? I got to go. Good luck with that. Bye. <laughs> yes. I liked it a lot. And I think that there's a lot to be told here with the Taya Jessica um, tag team. And if it eventually leads to them ousting Rosemary, so there could be a match somehow between all three of them, greedily speaking, I'd be here for it. I don't want them to break up right now. I'm not that girl yet. But I like this odd couple trying to make it work. And I, wa- I want to see how this plays out because I am thoroughly intrigued and sports entertained. It was a very good segment. And I want to see, we're going to get at Bound for Glory, Jessica and Taya teaming up uh-huh. against Vexed. Uh, looking forward to that. So, again, we'll see how the match goes. And, I, and I'm excited for the uh, the backstage segments they may have filmed to get us ready for that. Bound yes. for Glory, by the way, is in like eight days, which is wild to think about. I was like, how are some of these people wrestling after all things considered last week was Victory Road? You're doing this this week. And then next week, you got to wrestle on Thursday, then wrestle again on Friday. Oof. Well, you know, I mean, they changed yeah. the show. I mean, come on, let's, come on, keep it kayfabe, bro. Keep it kayfabe. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Uh, Black Taurus takes on Delirious. Delirious and Mike Bailey, by the way, tore it up at Victory Road. Good match. Uh, No promo off between these men. Lost opportunity because they are the two best promos of our time. Are Delirious and Black Taurus. If you know, you know. Uh, A bull taking on whatever Delirious is. So that's great. Um, At one point, Delirious is like running the ropes in a like chaotic fashion. And it's absolutely wild. He's just like going from the side to the other side, but then he's hitting the front rope and the back. It's just, he's not running it like he would typically Uh run the ropes. And I love it. And Taurus is so confused. Uh, Delirious does 10 leg drops before Taurus just rolls out of the ring. He's like, I'll forget this shit. This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually Delirious gets the horns and then destination Hellhole, which I still think is an awful name for a finish. And black Taurus gets the win. Great match. Black Taurus looks stronger each time. He's running a wave of victories. What do you see happening with Black Taurus in this case? I want Black Taurus or Crazy Steve to take the X Division champion off of Mike Bailey. If anything, for Halloween. Come on, it's the spooky Um, I really like Black Taurus. And every week, he gets better and has these matches. I'm just like, can we put something on him? Something? Something? I the digital media champion beat up Brian Myers, like something he's, you don't need to cut a promo from me. I'm sports entertained by everything that he does. He's great. Yeah. I I would love to see more for him. I don't know what you can do with him. I don't know what championship he would get because you can do the digital media championship, but he had a match against Brian Myers and he lost. And I'm like, even if you, I feel like they would put the X Division on someone else, but <clears throat> him and Crazy Steve do a tag team. Weren't they a tag team? They're still a tag team, but like, is that a tag team that you want to roll with? Although Crazy Steve having really good matches always helps. But then you yes. got to deal with the whole like, Crazy Steve will always take the pin in that tag team. I don't like wrong. that. I don't like that, but you're right. I don't like that, but you're right. I don't like that though. <laughs> Either way, I like that they're making Taurus stronger. I think it's time um, because Taurus and Josh Alexander have had banger matches before for championships. <laughs> I would love to see them maybe run that back. So if Josh Alexander were to retain a Bound for Glory, you were just talking about Halloween. Halloween this year, the Thursday, the 27th is as close as you get because Monday, fall, Monday the 31st this year is Halloween. If you do a Halloween themed impact on the 27th, give Black Taurus the world title match against uh, against Josh Alexander. Put the titles on Taya and Jessica because that'll be sick. <laughs> that was completely non sequitur to what we were just talking about, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Gia Miller's with Bobby Fish. He's like, hey, by the way, Bobby Fish was not at the tapings. So these were all filmed at uh, Victory Road. So that's interesting. So he's like, hey, I'm here to pick a fight, a legitimate fight. And it's going to start with me calling out Josh Alexander. And then he mentions his history with Eddie Edwards. Um, The last time that Eddie Edwards and Bobby Fish had a match together one-on-one, Ring of Honor TV in April of 2013. Anyway, Bobby Fish enters the Call Your Shot gauntlet match. And then Bobby Fish is like, well, it's going to be in Albany, New York, and that's my hometown. And of course, for those who don't know, Bobby Fish um, was one of the founders of Albany, New York back in 1686. Crest star, Bobby Fish, what do you think? I didn't know he was the founding father, but now that I, it makes sense. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Maybe he wins the call your shot. Maybe he doesn't. It's going to be a good match, but it's fine. Not, nothing offensive. It's fine. I don't like this, 
something's got to come out of the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match with him because I don't want him to win that match. Yeah, I feel like Impact is really good when you have all these multi-man matches that you set up a bunch of storylines. I think the next segment after this is the Moose with Gia Miller and Moose is going to be with Macklin and everyone's going to screw each other and there'll be someone either, if, if Fish wins, do I think Fish takes the title? No, I think Fish goes, t- challenges for whatever title and loses it. And then he goes into a proper program. But you want to do the big splash. If he doesn't, he gets screwed over by someone. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of things there for us to enjoy in Bobby Fish's presence. Like I said, nothing nothing crazy, nothing out of the pocket. It was fine. So the Moose segment was a little bit later, but let's just talk oh. about it right now. Jim okay. Miller's with Moose. And uh, Moose admits that there was a deal with him and Macklin, that the deal was Macklin would help Moose with Sammy Callahan, and then Moose would help Steve Macklin win the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Mm-hmm. But Moose is now calling his shot. He's going to enter the gauntlet like we were talking about. And then Moose is going to win Call Your Shot and shove it down Steve Macklin's throat. Macklin enters. He takes offense. They brawl for a little bit. Then they go to commercial. They come back. Scott Demore is telling security, hey, don't let them cause any more trouble. And he runs into Sammy Callahan, who's got a nasty-looking shiner. Yeah. Apparently, it's a, they call it a broken orbital bone. Um, regardless, just gnarly looking something in his eye uh and sammy's like i want to do it one more time and scott's like well you're not cleared so it's not happening till after bound for Mm -hmm. glory uh or at bound for glory because you can't wrestle till then yeah and then sammy's like well what do we do in the meantime and scott's like all right all three of you are pains in my ass (laughs) essentially that's what he says and then next week he makes moose versus macklin and sammy is the referee and sammy's just like i'll take it and there you go. <laughs> Is that Sammy Callahan or Vince McMahon? That was my Vince McMahon <laughs> dripping into my Sammy Callahan. Yes. God damn it, I'll take it. Such good shit. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. I'm not looking forward to seeing Macklin, Moose, and Sammy again, but Sammy is the special guest referee, so Macklin and Moose can tear each other apart. I'm fine with it. Yeah. And like, to me, overall, impact was very middle. This is the time where it was middle. It was still great. You know what I mean? I just, I did not watch. I saw the clips of Monsters Ball and I was like, I don't need that nightmare fuel. So it'll be interesting to see these guys tear each other up right before uh, Victory Road. So here we are. I mean, Bound for Glory. So here we are. (laughs) Uh, One more interview segment before we talk about Honor No More. Uh, (sighs) Gia Miller's with Mia Yim. And she asks about the Mickey James match Bound for Glory. Mia Yim's like, I was shocked. I'm a little bit hesitant to accept Mickey James match at Bound for Glory. Uh, Mia brings up that Mickey was one of the first people that Mia wrestled, one of the first names. And then they show footage of Mia versus Mickey from Maryland Championship Wrestling in 2010 at the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup event. Uh, I expect callbacks to that at Bound for Glory for those who mm. are watching the footage. So that'll be neat. I'm into that. And then it walks Giselle Shaw, of course, and says, well, Mia can't get the job done because I couldn't get the job done. And Yim's like, well, I could use a warm-up so I can get the job done against you next week. And then Giselle just mimics Yim as she walks away. And I'm just like, Gia puts the mic in her face and she's just like, uh, walks away. It was giving Ricky starts. He's like, next week it'll be me versus <laughs> That's what it gave me. She's like, <laughs> It was such a good segment. And I like that Giselle Shaw is just like, just this little bratty jerk. 
It's good I'm stuff. here for it. And I like, honestly, I like seeing Giselle Shaw on TV every week, getting better, doing more. So kudos to that. Kudos to that. Um, did you know, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Mickey James in one-on-one competition against Mia Yim is 3-0. and God damn, damn. Damn, it's like Mickey, four and oh, damn. If you add triple threat matches, Mickey James versus Mia Yim, Mickey is four and oh. If you add tag team matches, Mickey James is five and oh on Mia Yim. <laughs> so head down for glory, Mickey James going for six and oh. And then Mia Yim can uh I don't know. Do whatever you want. Hey, by the way, subscribe to Fightful Select because uh, we broke some, uh, well, we didn't break some news, but we have a lot of impact contract news. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. And Sean had his Q&A today. Grab City Boys, they did a Q&A today. Tons of scoops are happening this weekend, even though the wrestling media world is going to be centralized in a single location this weekend. I will be there as well. Cresta Star, five bucks, Fightful Select. Would you say that's a great deal? Uh, that is the best deal. And this way you don't have to get it from third, fourth, fifth, sixth-hand sources. You can argue right in the comments there from the sauce. The sauce. And say, I knew it first. Go to your high school and tell your friends, <laughs> I knew that first. Go to the water cooler and tell your friends, <laughs> I knew that first for $5 a month. Be that guy to know it first. So much content. It's not just the scoops. It's all the extra video. It's all the extra audio. You're getting notes and your interviews before they drop on the main channel. Go ahead. Five bucks a month. You are silly if you don't do it. And if everyone's just like, oh, but I can I'm not going to do the Sean Ross Sap nerdy guy. Why can't I get the thing? If you think that you're going to get the news for free elsewhere in 20 minutes after it drops, like Cresta said, you're getting it from the source. You're getting the actual news the way it's supposed to be. Not someone else trying to rewrite it to make it not, but not like, you know, hey, uh, copy my homework, but don't copy it word for word. You're not going to get that. You're going to get the, the, the homework, the 100% homework, the way it's supposed to be. Not someone else's like one or two word changed version of it. Go ahead. Where's the wrestling scoops under the sauce? <laughs> there you go. For five bucks a month, you can do it. That's FightfulSelect.com. We're doing well. What I didn't love and what didn't do well for me, Crest Star, was this Honor No More celebration because it dragged on. All right, I'm getting my conspiracy theory hat back. All right. Go ahead. I don't even want to run down this whole thing because it was just, like I said, full of empty platitudes and people talking. Eddie Edwards is like, hey, all dads are put to rest. I can beat Josh Alexander. And then what does he do? He's like, hey, PCO, fuck you, PCO. You lost the Motor City Machine Guns. And it's true because PCO was pinned at Victory Road by the Motor City Machine Guns. Sure. PCO failed at softening up the Motor City or softening up the guns for OGK for Bound for Glory. And by the way, PCO is now wearing a business suit, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> and then Eddie, Eddie Edwards says to PCO, you step up when I tell you to step up. Otherwise, you step back and you shut your mouth. So Vincent puts the bag over PCO's head to calm him down because apparently that's what it does. And then OGK start talking and we get a little bit better. I love that Matt Taven pulls out a purple microphone square. It's perfect. All business PCO. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they talk more. And then Maria, like they do more congratulatory stuff. And then Maria's like, it's a bigger deal because Moose pinned a beaten Josh Alexander 
whereas Eddie beat Josh Alexander clean. Therefore, Edward Edwards is the better wrestler. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Fortune favors the bold. What we fight for is truly righteous. More platitudes. Yada, yada, yada. Crescent Star is super bored over there. I get it. <laughs> I'm not bored. I'm just soaking in the information with my conspiracy theory hat. It helps stimulate my brain, the court, the frontal cortex. <laughs> Josh Alexander shows up and he's like, righteous. It's all about fear. And then I went to the bathroom and then he says, the impact world title means job security to Eddie. But it means the best wrestler in the world in Impact Wrestling, as Cresta mentioned earlier in the show. Eddie says he'll have his family behind him at Bound for Glory. And Josh is like, like the second Eddie turned your back on the locker room, the fans, Josh fights with the fans, and the fans are by his side and behind him. At Bound for Glory, Eddie is outnumbered. And then Taven off camera or off microphone is like, that's Canadian math. And I had a good laugh over that. <laughs> and then Eddie challenges Josh come to the ring. Eddie, uh, Josh comes to the ring. They fight. Uh, they the numbers game blah blah blah. Then Heath shows up. He gets beat down. Then PCO is helping, and he he's obviously with with Honor No More. Motor City Machine Guns show up. They get beat down. Rich Swan joins. More beat down. Blah blah blah. Eventually, Josh and Eddie are one on one in the ring, face to face. They stare at each other, and Eddie slithers out of the ring. I like that, even though these two just had a six man tag and touched. Um, not whatever. And he Swan, Motor City Machine Guns, and Josh Alexander all stand together in the ring to set up the Swan and Heath versus Vincent and PCO match. Before we talk about the match, Crest to start, talk about this absolute sh- Shizafest known as the Honor No More celebration. I got to tell you at the end, the way you were describing it is the way that I saw it in my head. The only thing that was missing was the Benny Hill music. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I, and I... I uh, God. So let me tell you something. I have this conspiracy. I made this just for this segment because I was watching this. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> first, let me say that at first I was mad. I was really upset because I had wrote in my notes, oh, it's time for the honor no more circle jerk. When he started blaming PCO, I decided to turn my brain off. And that's when I had the epiphany. This is a conspiracy, y'all. Honor no more are the best heels in the, in the business because I'm such a cynic that you guys get under my skin. You get under my, you guys are great. You're blaming PCO for everything. PCO dead, doesn't do anything. He's in a business suit and you put a bag over his head. Like he's Mormir from freaking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, God of War. Maybe whatever his name is. So you got this man with a bag on his head. Vincent can't control the man. Eddie Edwards is blaming him because you finally, what is happening here? And I was like, that you know what it is? They're just they're just good heels. And this is big brain wrestling, and I don't get it. So I have to boost up my connection to the other world, to the wrestling gods. And I'm hoping the the spirit of Gorilla Monsoon can help me understand because they're good heels, and maybe I don't get it. But they got under my skin tonight because I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is. I thought that was the main event and went on for so long. So did I. <laughs> No, because I knew the Monsters Ball was the main event. I was just like, oh, we're doing this, and then we're into the main, and then nope. Um, there was a lot left. Uh, big question, by the way. Um, does that get Google Fi? One moment, please. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to ask. Um, actually, I know where you're at. Don't move muscle jokes. <laughs> Google is on their way to your house asking me dumb questions like that. That's not a good thing. <laughs> I don't need that right now. Anyway, I just... I think there's a big difference between the heat that you want and the heat that the go away heat. And right yeah. now we've this talked about weeks, the line. no, it's a, it's go away heat for me at least. And we've sat here 
on certain weeks and praised on her no more uh-huh. as turning a corner. This was not a good yeah. segment. It just drowned. I, and I'm not kidding when I said, you know, Josh Alexander comes out. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. Like I'm, I, I have my headphones on. I'm hearing everything, uh-huh. but like, this is like, nothing's happening. Like I wanted I, I know what I was getting when they said it was an honor no more segment. I know it's going to be a lot of we're the greatest and somehow it's PCO's fault. But what? Like At least it made sense coming out of Victory Road because PCO lost his match. Right? Taven and Bennett and Eddie Edwards, they won the six-man tag. You And the fact that Eddie pinned Josh Alexander. Big deal. That's great. You pinned the champion. I hate when champions are pinned. But I guess this is their way of being like, we're going to get heat out of it. And mm-hmm. people are, you know, we're going to shove it down your throats. That's fine. But just the the dialogue. Yeah. It dragged off. Empty. It's just empty. Do I want to put that tinfoil? What if PCO joins Honor No More? Man, I'm, I'm doing too much. I'm doing too PCO much. PCO is honest. a part of Honor No More. I meant violent by desire. Because you see how he's going around like you got... Maybe he could put the bag on his head because okay, the Tim Falls not on, so I'm not getting good reception. Never mind. <laughs> nah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do PCO <laughs> and VBD. Uh, I think it's a little too too obvious, if you will. I think someone else has got to join that that fits the VBD vibe, or VBD get gets laugh. put on retainer with honor no more somehow. Well, I don't. I, I to me, I don't see the motivation because if Eric Young is like it's all going to be for me, why would I hope someone else become champion? That's not a good point. Unless, unless he's just like, well, money makes a big difference in my, my plans. Or you help me. And when I win the title, you're the first person I, um, but we just did that with Moose and Macklin. So why, why rehash this again? But, but that's the point. With Moose and but it's always going to fail. If two heels who are wanting nothing but mm. wins and being underhanded, if they're going after each other, why would you do that? I see Delirious in the chat or Bobby Fish joining. Honestly, at the end of the day, I don't want anybody joining Honor No More. I would much rather Honor No More break up and have OGK, who might not even be staying with Impact to begin with because they're getting closer to the end of their tenure or unless they get signed a new contract. They're getting close to the end of their tenure with Impact. Uh, Edward Edwards is still around. Vincent and PCO probably sticking Mm. around. I can see that. OGK, man, the world is their oyster. They have a lot of options. Yeah. I also would like, even if they don't break up, because I do see like tonight, even though I dunked on it, but tonight I did see a potential. Like you really got under my skin. Like Alexa Bliss used to really get under my skin. Y'all were on those levels. There's something there, especially Maria Canellis. She's so good on the mic. Yes. There is something there. And I just wish it was either refined or put in a direction or like break them up because together it's a clusterfuck and I, I want more. And because I want more, I'm like, I don't see it. Bobby Fish as the new leader of Honor No More, I was Eddie Edwards. I'd be fine with that. And then Eddie turns face eventually. And be the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling again? Listen, you gotta do something else. You just gotta do something. Go, 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 and go. Take a nice long vacation with your wife. Hang out on the beach. Be like, honey, I'm so sorry. I tried to get you to join on no more for that long. I'm sorry we had an awkward few months of just me trying to convert you. I'm sorry. Just take it to a nice. Take it to Sandals. You know, take the take the photo, the the office photo with uh, you know, with uh, oh my god, 
Michael Scott and Jan. Are you talking about like the 90s glamour photos with like the head in the background? And you're like, no, no. You, you know the photo I'm talking about over there at Sandals on a work thing. And Jan is topless. I've top never list. seen uh, the no, never seen it. Fine. People who know, you know the photo I'm talking about. It's super awkward. Do that. I don't care. Just do do something else with Honor No More. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's done. <clears throat> oh, yeah. There was a match, by the way. Uh, Rich Swan hit the Phoenix Splash on Vincent. Won it for his team. Heath and Swan over Vincent and PCO. Um, sure. Whatever. It was fine. There were some good moments in the match. There's some great selling by Rich Swan. He's a great seller. Don't get me uh-huh. wrong. End of the match, Rich Swan dances. Heath just kind of awkwardly stands there and looks awkward. <laughs> and it's very funny. I feel like this segment before sucked all the air out of the life of that yes. match. Because I really, I tried to pay attention. I couldn't tell you what happened besides they yep. won. Like, it, it, that things. previous segment was like. <sighs> yeah. Folks, we're getting down the home stretch. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Let's talk about next week. Macklin and Moose with Sammy as a special guest referee. Mia Yim and Giselle Shaw go one-on-one. Kazarian and Kenny King. That's going to be a banger match. I'm all for it. Matt Taven and Alex Shelley one-on-one. Again, very banger match. And uh, I'm sure there will be other matches added in the coming weeks. Um, Looking forward to, to a lot of the good stuff coming. And I looked forward to this one. Monsters Ball. Allie Catch makes her Impact Wrestling debut. Takes on Masha Slamovich. Ali Catch, by the way, there's an interview on youtube.com slash Fightful. Ali Catch and Sean Ross Sapp caught up for a few minutes. Uh, she mentioned that she's worked with Jordan Grace and that Ali would, you know, uh, try to get a few spots pitched. And Jordan would be like, no, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> so go ahead, listen to that interview. The spots that she would pitch are like crazy things, but it's funny. She's always talking about how like strong Jordan Grace is, and she's not wrong. Uh, this is the third match ever between Ali Catch and Masha Slamovich. Cannot believe it has not happened in GCW, but it has happened at an event that Masha Slamovich was the poster child for, and that is the Borscht at the Beach event back in September 2021, where Slamovich took on Alley Catch. So there you go. The lights are on, and it's time to fight Crusty Star. This match was absolutely wild. No surprise, Masha Slamovich gets the win. Talk us through it. What did you like? What did you not like? Nuts match. I have seen <clears throat> Ali catch on Twitter with Bussy for, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. Never seen her wrestle before tonight. Maybe one third into the match, I had to stop writing. And I was just like this the whole time. It was so, I, I expected good, but this, the first Buster's ball match I ever saw was Sammy Callahan versus Moose. And that went the way I expected. This went beyond what I expected. The spot, where she does the snow, what I thought was the snow plow onto the chair and then picks over and picks up Alley Catch again and puts her through the snow plow on those broken uh, uh, aluminum cans. Oh, but Alley Catch, but she, she headbutted Masha like twice one time. And the second time, I, I swear I heard bone crack. These, to quote Big E, I don't want no 30 minute classic. <laughs> I want two big meaty women, slap and meat. And that's what I got. That is what I got. And I, it told the line for me with brutal and bloody, but it, I didn't write anything because this was me literally the whole time. What a good match. Like, on free television, that was my match of the night. My match of the week even. And there was some really good things on wrestling this week. And But what did you think, Joel? So I was told to keep an eye out for this match. Mm-hmm. And it immediately made me feel better about it because, like I said at the top of this show, 
I was not really jazzed about it. I'm like, Ali's cool. She's fine. Don't know what kind of match they're, you know, they're going to have after I watched Max and Jordan Grace tear it up at Victory oh. Road. That being said, I was I was wrong. I know Allie Catch can have a hardcore match. By the way, the gear that she wore for the first time in this show was really good. It was TV-ready gear, and I appreciated that. Um, she could have worn the gear she wore at the GCW pay-per-view, but instead she had new gear made. It looked super great. That green and red gear was so yeah. sweet. Um, the chain came into play a whole bunch. I loved it. Ugh. The sign and the mouth was gnarly. <laughs> There was some good stuff. Uh, the Rip Soda Can, they were obviously playing to my brand, and I appreciate that as a as a soda person. Um, and then, you know, everyone has to bleed because that's what you do. And yeah. the whole time, the, ch- the, just, the crowd is chanting, use the door. And I'm like, that's got to be the finish. And they kept teasing to do the door. Eventually, there's the superplex onto the, onto the, the trash can lid, lid, and then Ali Catch grabs Masha and hits the DVD into the door, and it's a 2.9. And I was just like, that's wild. They've yeah. got to have something going. And then, you know, Ali Catch goes for the pussy pile driver onto the apron. Masha counters it, turns it into a side Russian leg sweep, of course, at ringside through the chairs after some casual biting because you got to bite people now in wrestling. It's what happens. Eat your heart out, crazy Steve. <laughs> That's right. Eat your heart out, Ace Steel. I mean, crazy Steve. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of snowplow attempts, which is great. Eventually, Catch hits that pussy pile driver onto the tax for 2.9. And then Catch pulls out that soda can filled with cut up soda, or the garbage can filled with cut up soda cans. And I had a good laugh about that. I'm like, You're, that's me. You're speaking to my brand. Thank you. And then Masha hits the snowplow onto the tacks and the cans for the win. And it was a wild finish. And I loved the match. And it really did deliver after I didn't think it, I didn't know what to expect. I, I wouldn't say I did. I just wasn't, I was underwhelmed uh-huh. going into it. And then I found out how wrong I was. It was a great match. I will also say that spot where uh, Masha takes Allie and does like the, the backdrop off the side through those two tables. Yeah. Disgusting! Yeah. Oh, disgusting! Disgusting! It it looked visually brutal. I hope that I'm sure these are professionales. They're fine, but still, that match had no business being that damn good. No business on free television. I want to see what didn't make the final cut. Yes, because I think there were some spots on the stage that maybe didn't make it but either way they cut the, whatever it was this cut was great the match was fantastic for what it was i mean it's a plunder match it's only going to be so good but these two tore it up and had a great match um made me feel really excited for bound for glory it's eight days away next week when we talk about impact we'll be uh we'll probably preview bound for glory as well give it some picks and uh, yeah, you bound for glory. Are you are you missing? I bound won't be here next week. <sighs> uh. Yes, we'll have special guests joining us for the next couple of weeks. Cresta is going going on vacation. Guys, I'll be at TwitchCon. If you're going to be at TwitchCon in San Diego, be like Cresta Star. Sign my wrestling belt. If you see me ball headed. I am going to, I may or may not be Sailor Rattlesnake. And that's exactly what you think it is. (laughs) But yes, I will be in the San Diego area. I won't be here next week. So um, if I interview any wrestlers, we're all going to have a a thing that says, we love Joel Pearl. That's me. 
That's you. That's you. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, Kristen won't be with us for the next couple of weeks. We'll have some some, uh, some people joining me or someone else for the next couple of weeks. Uh, TBD, so keep it locked uh, on my socials and all over the place. And Kristen, I'm sure, will also promote it. Uh, for those who may ask, Bound for Glory is next Friday. The post show will be hosted by Denise Salcedo and Steven Jensen, who does the Weekender podcast on FIFA Select. Uh, they will probably do the show on Saturday, if I had to guess, the day after, because God knows there's... Battle of the Belts for AEW yeah. and Rampage for AEW and SmackDown is on and Bound for Glory. It's going to be a wild night again. So uh, keep it locked. We're here at youtube.com slash Fightful for all your post shows and all your news is over at FightfulSelect.com. Get your five bucks down and get all your news and uh, sour graps and your ask grapsities and your ask Sean Ross saps and your list goes on. All the stuff we got Cresta, what you got going on? Plug your stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Cresta Star. You can see me every Thursday here with the illustrious, the beautiful, the pepper, salt and pepper beer, Joel Pearl. And you can also catch me on Know Your News on Saturdays with Jules, Jules the Human. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about weird video games, and we had a great time last week. We talked about accessibility with video games and playing video games with your feet. Show feet. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Cresta the Star. I have a link tree. You can find me all over anywhere you can type Cresta Star. Joel, where can they find you? I ain't hard to find. I am at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E R L. A good show tonight. I'm happy. I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Cleveland and have some fun. No one's ever said that ever. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>